Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. Today, like I said on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have celebrity stylist Andrea Harbison with us today. She's the owner of Catch Salon and Spa, and she has traveled the world for hair shows, stage work, platform artists, and clientele such as the Real Housewives of Orange County. Now she's excited to expand her hair services with the salon and provide her clients a full experience in spa services. And we're excited to have her on the show today. Yes, and this is our first show in like three weeks. So yeah, hopefully we're not too month. rusty. Hopefully not. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be on the show with you guys. <clears throat> We're excited to have you. Sean. Yes. So, yeah. you know, I always like to start the show out. It's kind of the same way. Past couple of years have been rough for a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Uh, with COVID and all that. So how has that affected what you do? And what have you done to maneuver through this maze? Yeah, I mean, definitely for people in my business, especially because, well, for, for two years, you know, with COVID happening and everything, uh, for that first little bit, we were shut down, you know, so we weren't able to operate. And so really just kind of picking things back up after that. The great part about the beauty business is everybody needs us, right? Everybody needs haircuts, everybody needs color. So Mm -hmm. like after kind of the shutdown period, we just kind of took off, you know, and it was like, okay, um, business is back. This is the new normal, right? Uh, things were a little different for us at that time, but now we feel like we're, we're, we're back at it. But, um, originally when the pandemic first started, I was at a, um, I had a shop in Franklin and now since the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I really need to expand. I need to like broaden my horizons with everything. So I ended up purchasing this property out here in Spring Hill. And so all the way through the pandemic. So on top of me taking clients and, and working, um, I purchased this building out here, which was the building itself is 20 years old and actually had been like unoccupied for about four years. So I had a really big renovation on my hands. And so while working and doing that through the pandemic, I went through also renovation of my new space. So we gutted everything. Um, And of course, during those times too, it was extremely hard to find materials. And so we made do with what we could and, um, but it's evolved really great. And uh, we opened this location uh, August 1st. So I'm coming up on the, one year anniversary of catch uh but really honestly the pandemic in the last two years have been kind of uh life-changing for me uh when you sit down and you um kind of assess where you're at and the situation i think a lot of things shifted for me and i thought you know okay now is an opportunity for me to to really figure out what it is that i want and like you were saying before in my intro i've traveled the world doing um hair shows and i was working with the real housewives of orange county for two years and flying all over the country and when that sort of stopped it gave me an opportunity to really not so much focus on everything and everybody else but Mm -hmm. what is it that i want to do and my goals for for my for my shop and so we 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 created catch as in we i mean me i created catch and so now i've been expanding with the spa and that's been my my newest thing so i kind of feel like um although unfortunate times with the pandemic it it was great for me because i was able to to make some pretty big moves in um expansion of of my career and things that i want to to do moving forward 
Well, that's like with us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020, a wow. couple months before COVID. And our original plan was maybe 100 interviews first mm -hmm. year. Thought if we could do that would be a great foundation. And like I told you before the show, it was up and coming country artists. That's the roots and, of the show. And then yeah. COVID happens. And I'm looking around watching everything get shut down. I told Sandy, you know, um, this might be a blessing for us because everybody's going to have time to talk now. Everybody you know, had time. <laughs> people who normally wouldn't call on a brand new show might be willing to come on a brand new show. So we right. just reached out to everybody and we did over 300 interviews that first year and we're over, we're almost 600 now. Wow. I mean, I think that's incredible because you take something um, new and, and a, a goal and like, and you know, this, we have a goal to, to get, you know, a hundred people in here to do. And, and that's like one of those things where when things are meant to be, they fall into place. So, you know, it seems like um, I do think in the pandemic times, we had a lot of people the same you either you either rose to the occasion and just and and over and beyond or you know a lot of people changed jobs you know you had a right. lot of people that went from I'm, hey i'm doing this but now i'm gonna do something else because i realized that maybe people maybe i didn't it. like that job yeah and, and you know that's something that you know it's sometimes people argue with me over this but you know a lot of people believe people are just lazy and they can't find workers. I happen to believe in it. Again, I may be wrong, but I happen to believe a lot of the workers that were working in 2019 did just what you said. You know yeah. what? I can't do anything right now. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go get this education. I'm going to learn skills online, whatever. But they changed jobs. And now that's why it's being tough. Yeah. And, you know, it's so crazy because I feel like so much of the world has changed. And um, like you were saying, like the the uh, January 1, 2020, you know, you were starting a new show. It was funny because I was I was traveling the world. So like I was actually in Dubai. Um, I was in Dubai in January of when the pandemic was like first finding out. And then I came home and I flew to Vegas for a hair show. So I then I was always like Dubai, yeah. Vegas, and then I came back to Nashville, worked a couple of days, and then I went to Mexico for a week. And then I came back and two days later, the world shut down. And I was like, <laughs> so I went from traveling the world, literally across across the world, to like I, I can't leave my backyard. What? Like this is crazy. So <laughs> work? Like, right. no, I have all these people on my schedule. But you know, you're in the right too. industry because if you do the research and look at the um pandemic of nineteen eighteen. Um, the one industry that flourished was like makeup, skincare, all that. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. we had a major beauty boom the last couple of years because I think that some people, you know, if they were home, uh, they're like, you know what, I don't need to put makeup on. You know what, I don't need to do my hair. I'm just, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not seeing anybody. But I, but then when that had happened for so long, then when people mm -hmm. had to start getting back out into the world, they're like. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh God. Uh, know, you know, like I need, I need, I haven't been, I, they were realizing that they weren't taking care of themselves because they weren't going anywhere. You know, it, mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily a necessity. And honestly, um, through the pandemic, like those first few months, um, majority of the people that were coming in to see me during that time were doctors and nurses. They're like, oh, right. I'm still going to work. And I'm like, listen, I'm here for you. You tell me what you need. I'll be there. I'll, you know, and I was a lot of, uh, a lot of doctors I have, um, as clientele. And so, you know, we were, they would call me, they're like, Andrea, I, there's no salons open. 
uh, I don't know what's happened. I was oh, like, God. it's fine. I'll just come in. Cause at that point it was just me. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'll come in. I'll cut. I'm like, people are in line at Costco. You can come get your haircut. It's fine. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> yeah. um, I kind of felt like, you know, they needed it too. And they were working yeah. so hard to, Absolutely. you know, with the healthcare and everything. So I was happy that I was able to do that um, during that time too. But yeah, everything's just really changed in the last couple of years. And I really feel like, like I was saying, you either do it for the better, you know, and try to improve yourself. Like you were saying, people go back to school, they change jobs, they do different things. And it's not that people don't want to work, but it's a lot of people I think are also lost, you yeah. know, they're, they're mm -hmm. not sure anymore what they want to do, especially I feel bad for these kids that, you know, two years went without education or started oh, their yeah. first year of college, you know, with like online learning and you don't get that full experience. So I think, um, people are just kind of lost right now and they need to find themselves. And so hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully in the, the years to come, they will be able to do that, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, the glory of being a business owner, CEO and all that, yeah. <clears throat> and even the glory of what you've done in the past, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, mm -hmm. the struggles it takes to get to your level. And yes. we always want to talk about that because a lot, I think a lot of people have these misconceptions that people are lucky and all that. And 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 although luck does have parts, we, I mean, we've interviewed enough people to realize that almost everybody that says, you know what, although I've worked hard, there were points to where I took to the next level because of a little bit of luck. And just like with us, we launched the show right before the, the COVID. Timing, so we, yeah. that's a little bit of luck. Mm -hmm. We had no idea COVID was going to springboard the show. Right. But yeah. It's not about luck. It's about hard work, grind and all that. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices you've had to make to get to where you are. Absolutely. I mean, starting from, I moved, I moved to Tennessee, um, in 2010, knowing nobody, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm from a small town in Indiana. And I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a risk. I'm a risk taker. Um, so I think that that's part of why my business has been so successful is because I do take risks and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't, but that's just the nature of, of, of doing that. Right. So mm -hmm. I moved here not knowing anybody and I started at a salon and then I was like, you know what? I think I, I just want to do this on my own. I moved to a, uh, to a suite, uh, like a solo salons. And then I went from that room to a second room, a bigger room, and then a different room mm -hmm. that was bigger. And I just kept expanding, expanding, expanding. And, um, you know, honestly, it's, it's the, the people, the people have really, encouraged me to to keep doing more and adding more and and doing these types of things but yeah. Yeah. it also comes with a lot of hard work i mean i always said like i work right now still to this day six days a week so a lot of people because they see me uh in here for every four every six weeks but i'm i joke around i'm like okay well i haven't i haven't really left this room since i seen you last time so there's <laughs> nothing really new with me but <laughs> so, it does take a lot of hours and i wake up thinking about work and i go to sleep thinking about work and i just recently got a puppy that was a terrible idea um <laughs> puppy work and all of that but it, it it is a lot of challenges trying to just figure out what's going to make your yourself successful and what you need to do in order to get there but i definitely think taking risk has been my biggest um uh, reason for that one being 
Um, I opened this shop last year, a year ago, and I was like, it was sort of like a blank canvas for me. I was like, okay, I have 1300 square feet here, 1400 square feet. What am I doing with this? It's just, you know, like, what do I vision for this? And then when this opportunity came about to add a spa, um, with all these really yeah. awesome, non-invasive, mm -hmm. like surgical, non-surgical non treatments, um, I was like, you know what? My clients really need this. I feel like my clients are going to love this. So it was a huge risk. It was a huge like investment. But mm -hmm. when it when mm -hmm. it comes around, I'm like, you know what? I this is what's going to take my business and my employees and everybody that I'm working with to the next level, so that we can, you know, do expand to a second location and a third location, and maybe we, you know, put something in another state, you know, so. Uh, and really become a brand. So I'm always, on. yeah, it's like, it's always constantly going through my mind, but, and maybe that's like the bad thing. Like I, I never stop. Like I'm always on my phone thinking, okay, I'm researching, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading, I'm doing all these things to try to figure out what, how I can further myself more, yeah. you know? And so, um, it's not without a lot of struggle, I will say, you know, although some, you know, some of my clients like to joke with me, they're like, what country are you going to next? You know, <laughs> so with that, I am a huge travel fanatic. In fact, I'm going to Italy on Wednesday, a week from today. So, uh -huh. um, so, but it fuels my passion. So it gives me a chance to, um, take time off and have that clear my mind and think about all the things that I want to do. And then I reward myself with, you know, going and eating lots of pasta. <laughs> and that's what makes me happy. So love that. Love it. So let's flip the script and go the other way. We talked about the sacrifice. Let's talk about some of the rewards and all that. And let's start with um how did the real housewives become a client? I mean, what how did that come to be? Okay, so this is a this is like an interesting story. So I actually own my own line of extensions. Mm -hmm. So okay. I mm -hmm. was launching uh, my line of extensions, and uh, I was doing a, a really big hair show uh, for um, a distributor down in uh, San Diego, mm -hmm. and I needed hair models. And I was like, okay, um, actually, I have friends in LA. And maybe they can come down to San Diego and I'll do their hair for the, for the, um, for the hair show. So one of those girls happened to, uh, work on the set of the real housewives. Oh, wow. uh, okay. She was, uh, working like sort of, um, like an assistant to the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it happened to be, even though they weren't filming at that time, uh, one of the girls from the show had watched my friend's story and then reached out to me and said, hey, I seen you do, um, you you did uh, this girl's hair. I would really love to have you do some extensions for me. So, and actually it popped up on my timeline today. It was four years ago. Um, it was like the first day I did that I did their hair. So, um, so I started out doing um, Emily's hair first. And then Gina also um, came the day that I was doing Emily's hair. So then I started doing both of their hair and um so then i was flying out there just to do extensions and color about every uh four weeks to maintain their hair so it kind mm -hmm, of really wow. just all started with with instagram that's how it happened yeah. and i feel like that's kind of how instagram is such a a, a tool that people can utilize yeah. i did it Definitely. happened the same thing mm -hmm. um 
I did uh, extensions for a Hallmark movie for one of the Hallmark stars. Yeah. She had found oh, wow. her makeup artist, seen me on Instagram, never, never met me or anything. She was like, hey, I see you do extensions and that you're in L.A. right now. Can you have time to to do uh, to do uh, my clients uh, extensions for a Hallmark movie? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm here. Uh, I can totally do that. So it just uh, it's all about community. And it kind of got started that way. Um, so I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've had those experiences. And of course, like pandemic times um filming came to an end for quite some time P glam you know glam squad stuff kind of came to an end and then i just kind of moved on to other projects like like the my space here mm -hmm. and so i mm -hmm. so value the time that i that i got to do that and so what did you learn most about you when you were doing celebrity hair do i what what, what did you learn most about yourself about when myself you were, when you were doing celebrities hairs um, let's see, uh, patience. <laughs> I would say patience is probably the biggest thing that I had, that I learned about myself or had to, had to learn during that time, because you're on uh, a lot of times when we were on set, you know, you're on someone else's schedule. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, patience was a big thing for me. Cause I'm always, especially here, like, I mean, every, uh, 30 minutes to an hour and a half. It's, I got a new person in here and it's, it's constant. And when you're on set, you're on, you're on other people's, um, yeah. time. So yeah. it was a lot of like, you know, the, the, the director or somebody would say, Oh, we need to change this. We need to change that. We got to, you know, recurl this, redo that. Okay. No problem. You know? So it's like, uh, uh, meticulous, but, but for a reason. And, mm -hmm. um, I learned a lot about the film, the film industry too, you know, with, with being on set with them. So it was, it was interesting for sure. Awesome. You know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, teams never get any love on they our don't. show. They get a little love. So take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Okay. I, you know, honestly, um, so, uh, Lindsay, my esthetician, Sandy, I know you got to have a, yeah. a wonderful facial with Lindsay. Um, she came to my spa like from a place where she'd been for years and she was secure in her job and you know she took a risk um joining my team with me mm -hmm. and um i'm so thankful for that because i know it is a huge risk to to leave a job that you're very comfortable with and mm -hmm. and go to something else um so i so appreciate her she has so much knowledge and so much experience that she brings to to catch in the spa um and then uh we have a we have a, a new uh team member that um is actually she owns a couple of spas in newport oh, california wow. she's here uh this week and she's actually going to be joining in our team uh in a couple of months so i'm really excited she's been uh helping me out so much learning new things about how the spas operate and how they work mm -hmm. and all of that um and also in addition to that i've had a an amazing intern that's been working with me all summer long to help me like delegate some of these things that i'm like okay i gotta re respond back to this and this email and call this person back and they need to schedule and it's like it's so hard and without this team and all these people that make it go round I couldn't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, and for years I did do it by myself and I was constantly, 
you know, like you're, you're almost going to be in the same spot. And if you don't learn to, to rely and trust in other people, then, then the growth can really come to a stop there. So it's, I'm so thankful for, for my team members and people that have, have come in and helped me. And also um, my clients, you know, it's like, I know they're not part of my team, but they are, you know, it's, I thank them for the support and all the fun things that they've encouraged me to do and just really like encouraging me to keep on going and doing more things. And without them, I have no business. So it's, it's, I, the people that have been with me since the beginning, you know, almost 13 years, uh, they've been such an inspiration and helping me, helping me grow my business. And, and of course they tell their friends about me and their neighbors and, and they're everyone from there. So we've, I've built this business completely on word of mouth, which is hard to do. It takes a long time, but I'm, I'm happy that I'm in that, in that position. Word of mouth. It's great because in Nashville, because I mean, that's what Nashville is. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's word of mouth. I think here is um, because we we're different than a lot of places, I would say. Um, We are a community and it's as as big as Nashville seems and all of that. We are are a community of people where we help our neighbors and we help our friends and we are the people that, you know, would give the shirt off our back for for someone to help them out. So I know like I, I always have like stop the people from moving here, you know, but no, I, I, I enjoy it because, um, without the people that are moving here, you know, it's, it's bringing awareness to our community. It's bringing businesses to our community. It's bringing, um, helping our economy. So, um, yeah, that's been because Nashville's uh, economy is not struggling. No, no, we are. I mean, especially in the housing market, the housing market is crazy. So, it's like the interest rates keep going up, but the housing market doesn't do it doesn't no, stall that, there. It just the still housing goes. market. Yeah. yeah, no, the housing market does not, you know, and I always I, I I say this is like such a blessing because I bought my um my space a year ago. A year ago oh, wow. and um I signed the papers like June first. And so um had I not acted on that so quickly, uh, this would have never happened because it's, I mean, you can't even find commercial property for sale. It was interesting because um, one of my good friends, her um, partner helped me find this place. And it was funny because he, we walk in and I was like, ah, oh, this is gross. You know, like it just been patient, you know, like I was like, okay, but the visionary that I you am, had to have the vision. You yeah, had to have the vision. I mean, I'm sure tons of people came and looked at this place and were like, eh, no, not, no, can't do that. But I seen it as an opportunity. And so it was funny because um, I was like, all right, let's sign the papers. And he's like, no, are you sure you want to, you don't want to like, you know, like think about it, look at it. I was like, nope, there's nothing else. I want this one. And uh, my friend, she was like, he said something about, you know, uh, well, she, she, should she buy this place? Like, is it, should we not keep looking? And uh, <laughs> she told him, Andrea is very matter of fact. If she says she wants it, then she wants it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. that's exactly right. <laughs> well, I'm very certain about my decisions. <laughs> you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our little 10-year-old that we let come. Oh, yes, so we have him on Sandy's- every show. I will go get it. <laughs> And oh, we've got a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show too, because we keep it a family affair. Oh yeah. So have you have you have you had them interview anyone yet? Well, we um well he's been on every show. Oh, okay. He always so asks, does, he, 
Has he gotten, he's gotten to interview some of the people that you've well, had on yeah, the show? Yeah, he has three, three questions to each guest. Oh, okay, that's cool. What, so he's going to ask gonna, me three questions? Yeah. Perfect. But, but Perfect. Asked, awesome. When we first started the show two, you know, two years ago, over two years ago, he, we let him ask one question, then we built it to two, and now we, he gets three. Now it's three questions. Okay, cool. Hi. Hi, Andrea. So what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Uh, favorite food is um, fried chicken. Mm, that's good. Huh? <laughs> what's yours? Mine's pizza. Yours is pizza? I like pizza too, for sure. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> eat it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite kind of pizza? Or where's your favorite place do you get pizza from? Well, my favorite is pepperoni sauce and supreme and pineapple. <laughs> He's got like four things. He likes all the toppings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. Um, let's see. Probably my favorite TV show is uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, what's yours? <laughs> Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob? Oh goodness. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so, all right. So, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Uh, my favorite movie is uh, Step Brothers. What's yours? Mine is Minions. Minions. <laughs> and we just got. And we was up when we was visiting Nashville. We actually watched the Minions too. Oh, did you? At the theater. Oh, so I, I, it's so funny. I love. I love the the Minions. I think they're so they're so cute, and those movies are adorable. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been on 95% of the shows, I would say. Oh, wow. Oh, that that's great because that gives him like um, much like worldly, like he gets to talk to different people and then he's not scared to ask questions when he needs to. And, then, yeah. and we just started doing YouTube shorts where yeah. where we've taken some of their videos. That we okay. Made, like like, yeah, he, like we, him at the trampoline, him at the trampoline park. park, he goes up the warped wall. So we... We post that and it got like 1600 views and, and he's <laughs> so excited about so, that. So we told him that next year, probably January, we'll have him launch his own YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had a, a, a little kid in here earlier that was my client's son. He, he was saying how they, it's like the new thing, right? The kids to start yeah. their own YouTube channels. And right. that's, it, I feel like YouTube There's is a such lot an awesome of money there. resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, because, and it's they learn so many, they can sit there all day and just learn from all these videos and things. Yep, and, uh, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, you hear a lot of people our age and above always talk about, oh, the young generation, they're lazy because they want to do um, social media and all this. Um, and I'm like, first off, what we, we've interviewed a lot of social media influencers. Okay. They're not lazy. No, they're, it's they, hard. You know, it's they a hard work, job. They work all day long trying they to make. Do. They have, trying they have to, to come up with great content. content. The content creators are like amazing, and, and and the money they make. I mean, some of them content creators on YouTube is making ten, twenty, thirty thousand a month. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it's and really, it's it's not an easy it's not an easy job at all. And I mean, even just me, like well, the past couple of years when I was running all my social media myself. I mean, it's a full-time job on top of working. You have to get content. And then you're like, if you're working all day and you don't have time to take content or upload content, and then it's tough. It's it's really tough. So I, I always say, you know, it's funny because um, people always um, talk about the Kardashians kind of negatively and oh, how they how they do things. And I was like, 
you know what? I have mad respect for the hustle that those women have. They, they have, have no idea how hard they yes, actually work. Those ladies work well, hard. Not only that, but just even the the amount of hours that it takes to, you know, they're in the public eye all the time, constantly, and and they still they they hold their head up high and just keep on going. And I I I want to say I have mad respect for for them because they're total boss, total bosses. And I'm like, I love it. I I've, I I see inspiration in that. And although some people yeah. will be like, oh, the Kardashians. They have so much money or this or that i was like they didn't make that easy you know what i mean it, it was right. it was hard so it's just like Absolutely. for everything else and everybody else that's out yep. there trying to get their passion and fulfill their passion with whether it be an influencer or whatever it be or a country singer um I, the hustle the the hustle is 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 a mad respect for that. Yeah, exactly. And when you're trying to get a show, like going together, you're just like, you're constantly, because it's yours, you're constantly having to, okay, who can we have on this week? And who can we, you know, make, we make it happen? And there's so many moving parts that you've just got to figure out how it all works together. And sometimes just like that, it, it, it happens. So, exactly. yeah. Yes. So tell us a little bit about some of the services offered at your salon and spa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I offer all the hair services. So I do um, colors, um, uh, highlights, haircuts, extensions, um, pretty much anything that has to do with hair. I'm kind of like very rounded in all of all of those things. Now, the spa is a little bit more detailed because we have uh, facial treatments and then we have right. body treatments. So um, we do um, something called uh, ultrasound therapy. It's sort of like a non-invasive facelift, um, which which helps go down to the muscles so that those who don't want to get Botox or fillers yeah. and things like that, this is a great um, alternative, more of an organic, as we would call it. Um, so we offer a full range of facials and then we have um, cryo technology. So we offer cryo facials, but also um, cryo for the body, which works sort of like, I always compare it to cool sculpting because it's, okay. it's similar, but less uh, less risk or of like what, what can happen mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, so, and then we have a sculpting machine that helps like, especially so many women right now with, um, that are struggling with cellulite or things like mm -hmm. that. We can, we can really help, uh, diminish the look of cellulite and make the, the skin look really nice. Um, we have hydrofacials, we have, uh, all kinds of different, uh, products that we offer. Um, these products that we use are made in Israel. So they're made with like deep sea minerals and extracts yeah. and things mm -hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, we just have a really very large list of all the services that we offer, but we just launched our new website. It's catchnashville.com and people can go on there and click salon or click spa, see our list of uh, services on our menu and even book for those as well. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be as a business owner? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? You know, I feel like just for me, it's it's sort of um, I want my legacy to be that I inspired others to, to to do things like me, like reach for your goals. And, and you know, I, I want to never say that I didn't try. You know what I mean? So um, that's that's really what I think it would be. 
<laughs> yeah, because that's like with this show, you know, we've done so many different things through our marriage. We're about to be 20 years married in October. Mm -hmm. And we've done probably a hundred different business ideas. At least. Pretty much all failed. <laughs> yeah. But they kept us going long enough right. to get to the next idea, the next idea. And we learned what not to do. And, yeah. And I just yeah. want to be known, like you said, that mm -hmm. I didn't quit. I didn't give right. up. Kept and all of a sudden we found that thing that we can be really passionate about which, and do together, which happens to be yeah. the show. Well, that's, I think that's awesome. Honestly, I think it's a lot of hard work that goes into what you do. Um, also just like having the, you know, having to know like what to say to people like, Oh, okay. We're going to have uh, this many people on the show this week. And we have to know kind of what they, um, what, what they're about and what mm -hmm. questions to ask. It is, it is, it is difficult, but right. like you said, you try a hundred different things and you know, the, the thing that I would say I'm very lucky at is that, hair doing hair and this whole concept in the business part of it is my passion so um when something's your passion i yeah. think you don't mm -hmm. have to like work so hard at, at the you you just have to tweak it to figure out what works mm -hmm. and what doesn't work but mm -hmm. the fact that i'm so passionate about what i've what i do and what i've done that that makes it a little easier um and there's always times where i'm like you know i get ideas because there people always say andrea i wish you'd start a travel blog and like teach <laughs> travel and i'm like in my next life i will do i'm going to they're like you should start a travel agency and i'm like i only have time for one business right now <laughs> right yeah, that's funny. i don't want to make travel a business just yet but yeah i right. love uh being open to the ideas of also doing other things you know mm -hmm. in addition to when what the time I'm doing. Right. yeah when the timing is right and yeah. and, and uh enjoy it you know yeah. you know it's yeah. funny you're talking about the you know about that and, and i remember when we first launched this show i was like you know i love the talk and you love music what, yeah and entertainment, you know, so. and entertainment i was like mm -hmm. this will this will be a piece of cake because you know i always have this saying you know no matter who we bring on the show whether there's someone that are just growing or someone that, that's a celebrity i always say to myself trust the conversation yeah, let it lead that, where it goes. Because yeah. that that's that's always been my strong point is, you know, for years she would get upset sometimes, you know, in, in our marriage where we'd be on, on the street and we'd run into somebody. I'm not talking friends. I'm talking running a stranger. And she would know if we're a couple minutes in a conversation, we're probably there 30, 60 minutes. And I've done that thousands of times through the years. And now we look back and we're like, wow, that prepared us for what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it prepared you. I know. I, I would I would think that one of the hardest things for your job is, like me, I could talk to this wall over here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I have no problem. You know, I like I can still remember when my kindergartner, um, kindergarten teacher wrote on my report card that it was like a soap opera. And I was like, yeah, this says a lot about me. You know, <laughs> like I just don't have a problem leading a conversation or having a conversation. But I can imagine when you have people that are not used to having a whole lot of conversation, especially in the pandemic, people kind of, oh, you yeah. know, weren't to, the social aspect of things was, was kind of strange for people and they it forgot was. how to have like even kids nowadays. Sometimes you, I think it's great what you do with your son because they've kind of forgotten how to socialize with other people mm -hmm. or they just didn't develop those social skills because they weren't around anybody. So right. I can imagine that would be a hard part of your job is trying to, uh, 
get uh, like pull questions or or, or to get I usually questions. every now and then I'll run into that but I yeah. usually don't have that issue but, but I remember I remember I had a friend of mine who put one of her people on and she was um she was telling me she goes now be easy on him because he does not talk and all that I was like just let me do my job yeah. <laughs> and she laughed and then I remember we got about halfway through the mm -hmm. conversation. I'm thinking to myself, what's she talking about? This guy won't, don't talk. Uh, he's like, he's talking a ton. And she, she calls me up after, and, and, you know, she calls me up after the interview was over and she goes, man, whatever you did, you brought something out of him. And I'm like, okay, well, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. That means that, you know, and that's, that, that's the thing. That's sort of what makes the world go round, right? So everybody yeah. being different, everybody being unique and having yeah. their own, you know, way of doing things. That's, that's what makes us go round. And it's so funny because some people be like, oh, you know, this person, this, or maybe they don't talk or that. And I was like, you know what, if everybody was like me, I'd probably be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, I just, I don't have, I don't have problems, you know, talking to people and, and having conversations. And sometimes I have people that sit in my chair and I kind of, okay, are they a talker or are they not? You know, you just, you just never know. So I'm like, sometimes I'll try to make conversation. Cause I mean, especially being in this location, I have new people almost every day. And yeah. so it's like meeting a new face, you know, every day. And so it's like the questions that you want to ask or need to ask just to, to, yeah, just to find out about those people. And, I'm kind of different. I like to know the people that are coming in and I like mm -hmm. to um, like know about their families and, and That's you awesome. know, where they're from because mm -hmm. now everybody that pretty much lives here or has moved here is not from here. So they have a, a unique yeah. and interesting story. And everybody's got a different story. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's, like I said, that's what makes the world go around. If we were all the same, then, you It'd know, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, exactly. so as we, so as we start to close out here, um, tell everybody how they can find you. Okay. So, yeah. So we, um, we're on, well, we're in Spring Hill, Tennessee um, on Main Street. Um, and our website is uh, catchnashville.com or our, um, I guess our Instagram is catch.nash. And so we, we post lots of fun, like, uh, videos and showing the process of the service and all the things. And our website is linked to all that. And like I said, we're out here in Spring Hill. We're just, you know, 30 minutes from downtown, which some people think is like Alabama, but <laughs> I'm like, we're not in Alabama. It's, no, it's, it's just south of the city. So, mm -hmm. I mean, Sandy, I know you came and you had an yeah. experience here and hopefully I did. I truly enjoyed location. it. Yes, yeah. and a beautiful facility there. Thank definitely you. enjoyed the facial that I received. Yeah, it's um that's the thing also about my space is um it's all white as you can see in the background. Mm -hmm. It's a very clean white environment and yes. I love for uh that to just feel um uh like when they come in it's like an energy that they feel right mm -hmm. they're like wow Absolutely. this is so bright in here yes. and it's clean and modern and that's that i don't i don't like a lot of stuff or a lot of clutter or anything mm -hmm. i like it to look very clean and especially yeah. coming back with the facial like you had um mm -hmm. you know they, they walk into the room and it's it smells like essential oils and yes. they feel relaxed and and mm -hmm. and friendly faces also that's a big thing here like the staff and us like we want to 
we want you to feel like we're your neighbors, right? And I'm like, and I hand you a glass of champagne. Here's your champagne. Enjoy your service, you know. But we yeah. want it. We don't want it to feel stuffy. We yeah. Um, yeah. we love that that it's a that it's a very like casual environment. And uh, we we love that people when they walk in, they're not intimidated by us. We're just hey, welcome in. What can we help you with? You know, that's really our vibe. So um, I I don't know. I guess that's just that's just my favorite thing about it. Love mm -hmm. that. So as we close out, it was an honor to have you on the show. It was. Thank we you. Enjoyed and it. we so look forward to having me. you back down the road. That would yes. be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me on. And I really enjoyed the conversation today. Same thing. Um, we did too. You Thank you so day. much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.